Welcome back, baby. We're back. Episode two, season three. Spring is right on our doorstep. September is in how many days? I don't even know. I haven't been counting. I don't know how many maybe days, half, but I'd say mm-hmm. maybe seven, maybe six, maybe five. I'm not. Sh- it depends when you're listening. It might already be September. It might be December, for goodness sakes. But um, as Blake mentioned, spring's on our doorstep in the racing term, uh, race, racing side of things. Weather-wise, freezing. Can't believe it. <laughs> Can't believe it's literally a week till spring when it's dead set 15 degrees and thought my toupee was going to fall off on the way to the studios. <laughs> but, um, yeah, geez, it's cold outside. Have you been outside today, Blake? Uh, thankfully not too much. I've, I've done my best to stay out of it, but I, I did take a trip to Wollongong yesterday, so I felt the cold plenty oh, wow. and more than enough. So, yeah. Was, so, was, was there snow in Wollongong yesterday? There was, there was snow all around the joints, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, it, honestly, it would it wouldn't have surprised me to see some, but I think I don't I don't think the horses would be minding it. I think they prefer it when it's a little bit cooler. So, no. well, anyway, big, big weekend ahead. Yeah, well, it's unfortunate there is no meetings on the snow because we got no we got no exposed <laughs> no exposed form to go off. We've got the good track, soft track, heavy track form. Where's the snow form? Anyway, mm, yeah, no, big, week, big big week, big weekend. Um, but before we go into this weekend, we should always go back to last weekend and see what we did right and see what we did wrong. Uh, we'll start off with a Group One race. Very smart Colt returning, Animo um, put him to the absolute sore. One as softly as you like. Uh, ten out of ten steer from James McDonald. Something we've come accustomed to over the last couple of years. Any thoughts on the race, Blake? Yeah, uh, it's just like man, best horse won. At the end of the day, I spruced him up on the podcast, and we were we were having a having a few swings at each other about my. Uh, choice to go with Halal in the hundred dollar competition. I just thought I'd go for a bit of value, but um, yeah, no, I did give Adam a good rap, and I thought he'd be easily the one to beat. Turned out that way. He got the run, like he, you know, he got it. He got all favors. You know, he got he had Drew Barrier one. Didn't have to really go around a horse. He just sort of cruised up, um, up the rail. But like, if he's going to do that first up this prep now, now as a four year old, and everyone's saying, you know, yep. He's come back better. He's, you know, James Cummings, they interview him after the race. They interview J-Mac after the race. They're all just completely in love with him. Like, what the hell is he going to do this prep? Honestly, it's it's kind of scary. Like, I just had goosebumps for 30 minutes after seeing that run, just thinking about what's to come, you know. So, yeah, it, it's exciting. It's exciting. Well, it's pretty much the best of the best that we currently have here in Australia, unless one of these two-year-old or three-year-olds just absolutely jump out of the ground. Mm. doesn't really have much more to beat. To be honest with you, like realistically, you look at the group one uh, at Caulfield this week, and I, I'd like to no disrespect to our Victorians, but it's definitely a class below of of what our Animo faced on the weekend prior. And I guess you got a horse like Juaeus. That, that's something that he'd have to bump into over the two thousand meters. And I, I just want to make note of a few runs in the race. There's a few. There's a few obvious ones like Fangirl is absolutely huge. Um, coming from all the way back there. You could argue, you know, swap the barriers and swap the run, swap the result. Uh, I'm not really going to make that argument because I don't think she would have been ridden that 
forward anyway, even if she was drawn inside. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I thought the run of the race was profundo, to be honest with you. Like I, I know Animo won <clears throat> well and, you know, e- relatively easily, very easily. Um, but I thought profundo yeah. just pretty much to some degree shows that he's back on track. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, but like compare, compare this to his runs last prep, like worlds away, absolute worlds away. Yeah, correct. So I think I'm not just, I'm not sure about him the further they step up. I think he'd probably lose track of them. But I think next start, if he, if he does draw more favorably and, and maps more favorably, he can definitely put it to Animo. Um, mm. It's just, it would just be yeah. interesting to see where Animo goes. Could there be a second up peg? Not too sure. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, any yeah, other? Well, I, 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 well, I like I like Stockman out of the race. To be honest, I he looked he looked the best in the yard to my eye. Um, and I know he had like a bit more he had a bit more residual fitness than some of the other horses. But like the way he looked in the yard, I had money on him at those odds, and I thought you know like he could be a sneaky chance here. And he didn't re- he really didn't run a bad race for ninth, all things considered. Um, like he was never gonna he was never gonna sort of get anywhere near the finish but um like this is well below his his you know the distances he's going to get over um and obviously Juace wasn't in the race it would have been interesting to see how they compared finishing off but um yeah i got my eye on stockman getting sort of down the track into later into his prep and up in trip so he's one i took out of the race yeah beautiful all right, uh, other races on the day, I think winner of the, oh, what race was it? The Toy Show, um, Zugotcha. She was a, a very good win for Pikey. Did you enjoy that race? Any any horse to follow out of, the, out of that race? Uh, that was that was a bit of a weird, I don't know. It was, I I, I have to go back and, and properly review it, but um, Zugotcha was pretty good up the rail. Um, from memory in secret, wasn't wasn't really bad at all. Um, I can't remember precisely what happened there, but like you know, lost no, lost no admirers. I don't think. Um, I thought Queen of the Ball looked really good in the yard. She kind of took my eye a bit, but um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. I thought Willinga Beast would have would have gone better than that. So um, yeah, just interesting to see how they how they go. You know, their second third up runs for me. Yeah, about yourself. I thought there was probably I thought In Secret was a bit stiff in saying that Zugotcha was had a similar similar path and, and got the run and, and is probably strong enough on the line. So um interesting to see where in secret goes this preparation. Seven veils down the outside I thought was a bit of an eye catcher. Just a really raw um filly. I think not sure if she'll furnish out. She might be one of those ones that just continues to run raw. But yeah, she, um yeah. she sort of just run off the track there a little bit and cost herself a lot of ground and she just uh, wide. But she was a, a. I'm pretty sure she won the Group Two race in front of Fireburn and and Cheese Was it that race? I can't remember what race, but she won. A, she she either won or came second. I can't actually remember what she did, but she was. Yeah, from memory, she's done that. Like she's been green. She's been yeah. green, kind of you know, in her work and everything's all. So. Yeah, correct. So, it'll be interesting to see what they do with her. Maybe a bit of gear tinkering, and she might be one that surprises at odds because I thought she was. Mm-hmm. A, wouldn't say eye catcher, but one you could definitely have a few excuses for first up that might go around mm-hmm. over the price second up. Um, but it, a lot of these fillies will probably verse each other in the next uh, fortnight or so. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But uh, what was the other feature race Indeed. on the day? Something else. Uh, there are a couple other group group races. Showmanship got up. Uh, King of Sparta was just an absolute head case again, which, uh, I mean, it, it's hard to predict, but at the same time, like he's done it, he's done it enough 
to you know be concerned about it. So I thought showmanship looked like a million dollars in the yard, uh, backed him and was pretty confident there. Same, it was the same sort of thing though, barrier one, J-Mac, like ideal setup, second run. I said all of this last week, um, but it all sort of panned out for him. Arapaho was 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 interesting, I thought. Um, I didn't did not see that one coming whatsoever. I thought Yee Yee and the form out of the same out of the same race that Yee Yee ran last time uh would have stood up there. But uh Francesco Guardi, Arapaho was like well well back in that in that Yee Yee race. I think from memory finished like eighth or something in that race. Their last the their last uh, race prior to that one last weekend and the form just completely flipped on its head there and, and Arapo was able to get up which um, was interesting I thought. Yeah, beautiful Alright, uh, take us through to the first segment of tonight, Blake, new one that you've created yourself <laughs> Yeah, well I just thought um, we, we had the segment last weekend of, of horses to follow in the spring and it follows sort of along the lines a little bit um, but you know, just something that's a bit more repeatable going going into each week uh it's flashing lights is the segment and we're going to be um just mentioning horses that we want to take note of coming out of last weekend so you know throw them in the black book black book uh keep an eye on them going forward uh to you know see how they progress in their preparations uh you got one you got any jason that you that caught your eye last weekend or that you uh want to recommend the punters to throw in their black book yeah, I, th- I think the main one for me was was actually that was that that filly that we just spoke about seven veils. I, I just think if she finds she'll be va- uh, versing very similar opposition, she's proven in the past that she's up to that standard. I just feel like if they tinker with a few gear changes to possibly straighten her up, they, they might try the blinkers on her. They haven't tried that yet. Um, even like a maybe even a near side blinker. If they ride her a bit more positively, she could be a horse that could. I could definitely see come out and run very similar to Zugotra and, and claim a race at big odds. I think those mm. those early season two and three year old races, especially the three year old races when they come back from two year olds, they're the races where you can extract a lot of value from. I, I think sometimes it's best to go around the favourites in in those fields purely because their favourites based upon what they did six months ago, and some horses, you know, were you know immature six months ago. So uh, it, it's I, I think she's one that I will definitely follow. Um, I'll, I'll let you take over now, and there will be one later on. Uh, yeah, well, the, I've already mentioned the one that I uh, had as a flashing light, and that was Stockman. Um, like I said, well below his targeted distance for this preparation, for sure, he's going to get up 2,000, 2,000 plus. So um, the fact that he looked really good first up and ran – pretty well considering uh you know there were a lot of things against him in terms of the setup of the race i am interested to see how he goes building into the preparation so stockman's the one for me yeah yeah no i have to agree with you i think i I thought stockman was really good uh i guess the obvious like that that group one just rated so so well like if you look at the, Mm. the 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 closing best splits of the day and obviously you probably expect that especially over that distance compared to what what other horses were on that day but You've got yeah. Stockman with the fastest last 200 out of that race. Fangel with the second fastest last 200 out of that race in the entire meeting. Animo third fast, uh, sorry, fourth fastest out of the entire meeting. Um, mm. I thought Jamea was good, but the query was the 1,000 meters and that just sort of found her out. Or was it, no, 1,100 meters and just sort of found her out. But she's also one of those horses that if she does step up to 
1400 meters this preparation she just might not run it out strong enough so she's one of those get back 1200 meter horses which aren't the most i guess positive ev horses to bet on mm. uh, but yeah she, she's just she's just dying to win a big race I, I, in my opinion um not that she hasn't already but she's just got a hoof on the till and I think mm. she might be one. I guess the other one out of that that same old similar race, the Phillies race. I thought Wolverine for the for the Chris Lee's yard was really good. Um, coming from New Zealand, first up, I think she's one that we can also follow. So I'm I'm really keen on that on that race nine of the card where Zoo got you one. I think there's a few. I think there'll be a few form reversals in the next fortnight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. There are a lot of there are a lot of horses drawn wide and didn't get sort of the best runs either. So. Definitely interesting to keep an eye out for those horses mentioned there. Um, we'll head into the weekend coming up now. Um, stop dwelling on the past and get ready for the future. So we're heading to Caulfield. We've got the Group 1 Memsey Stakes on Saturday. So you want to take us away, Jason? Yeah, well, we'll start off with race number six. It's Sorry, race number five is the first race we're covering. It's a Group 3 McNeil States over the 1,200 metres. Um for the Colts and Geldings, current favourite is classy Godolphin Galloper aft cabin coming off a, a monumental win at Sandown where he absolutely trotted in. Uh, Jamie Carr takes the ride. Chill is 30 currently with our good friends at God knows where. We don't have a sponsor. If you want to sponsor us, hit us up. Um, are, are you either favourite here or are you looking to back something else at a bit of a price? I really... I. I don't know that that win that win by aft cabin was was like uh, was really rare like I, I don't i can't remember the last time i seen a win that was that dominant really um uh yeah i remember watching that live and that oh man i my jaw hit the floor couldn't believe it um that said there's a couple other horses that are i think are decent uh in this race especially the second favorite jack Wino, that that horse definitely has has uh has top form for this race compared to obviously you got Aft Cabin just sort of working his way up now and he's now stepping up into a uh a group quality race. So he hasn't sort of been around this mark. So you still gotta step up and do it. Um you know, with a win with a win like that last start, you'd expect that he would be able to um uh, measure up in a race like this. But that said, you know, you, you can never fully trust him until they do it. Uh Jack has been around uh doing it in in sort of higher quality races. Um, so I, for me, I think it's between uh, potentially those two. I will mention some some at bigger odds as well, but those are the two that I, I think it's between yourself, Jason. Yeah, I was I was really impressed with Aft Cabin um, at Sandown. I, that the, the form out of the race hasn't necessarily been great, but there's only been three runners and, and, a, and a horse that run six beaten 10 lamps. War Chimes coming out and run second in a seven horse field. So, I guess it's still unproven. Um, however, yeah, he just won so easy last time. It, it's hard not to think he's got to go on with it. He was wide no cover throughout. Um, and and Jamie Carr, she she barely even went for him. And, and he's he's come yeah. home thirty three seconds over the last six hundred. He's come home eleven forty four. He's come home like four or five lengths faster than the second horse in that race, which is just ridiculous when you're thinking about it. And yeah. the race actually has rated very well considering. Considering the the pace that was in the race and what he's actually able to run home out wide, it was just ridiculous, really. And I, I think, yes, he is stepping up in class. Yes, he is a short price. Yes, these horses have been, you know, they're either group, some of them are group winners, some of them are group placed. Um, 
and they're all classy enough in their own right. But I just, I honestly, if you look at all those, all these horses in this race, this might sound really premature, but I can't see how any of those, any of his competitors this week would have been able to put six or seven lengths on a field the way he did. Like if he was asked for an effort, he could have won by 10. It was just, mm. it was just freakish, you know, nothing went right. And he, and he did it with ease. So I think it could be anything. He could be absolutely anything. And if his mind's on the job and he's not busy looking at the females pre-race, um, <laughs> sure there'll be a few out there at Caulfield on uh, Saturday. Um, then uh, I, I think he'll be, he's the one to, obviously he's the one to beat and I think he will be winning. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's all fair. Um, I guess I just I just a bit more hesitant to see or to wait and see until they actually do it against against the top of horses like Jacquino. That run in the slipper last start, um, you know, back in back in when was it March? I rem- I can remember vividly that that run of Jacquino because my brother just absolutely loves the thing. Um, like it just won't get off its dick. It's funny, but um, yeah, no, that was a really good run uh, with Bowman aboard and and all of the all of the work that Jack Wano has been doing uh, is pointing towards a strong showing for mine. So uh, I, I think at the price difference, Jack Wano right now would be the one I'd take just purely uh, based on the fact that like the form, the form behind him and and all the work he's doing shows that, you know, he's going to run up to that, um, which sort of makes him the one to beat in the sense that he's got the better form. I know after cabin, like, you know, he's a, like, like you said, Jason, he could be anything, but, um, you know, he he's still the could be anything horse until he actually is something. So uh I'll wait and see. What do you reckon? What are your thoughts on Zamborghini as well? Um, just because like that horse is everything that horse has done has been a, a, exceptional. The work, the wins, like elite. So well, that's my opinion anyway. What do you what do you reckon, Jace? Well, I'm not entirely sure if he's a Lamborghini um yet. But I think I think I think the Z in front of his name is is uh, appropriate. Um yeah, every, everything to some degree has been exceptional. Um but also I don't want to pour cold water on him, but you gotta sort of take it with a grain of salt. Like he, he did beat up a fight. A, yeah, he did he won by he won by six lengths. Same as Af Cabin maiden, same shit, different smell type of thing. Mm, yeah. However, it was a five five horse field where there was no pressure and he led throughout. And then you mm. get to the valley where once again he led throughout. He won by a head, beat home a horse called Fujita San, who then has since trialed the house down, came out last week, flopped, odds on favorite, or close to from memory. It was it was favorite for sure. Um, so I'm not sure if that is, is the right form one. I like I like the Jack Wano pick. The thing I'm worried about with with him is is the blinkers are off. So is the, is it possible that there's targets deeper down the track? I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard. It's I find it hard to uh pot a horse that's two from two with one of those wins coming by six lamps. But mm. uh, I think now in a larger field there'll be more pressure, which then could lead to his downfall. If that I think that's a pretty fair statement. But you could prove. Yeah, it yeah, I, I agree. I th- I think it's important to especially for horses, you know, when they haven't shown much in terms of the quality of their form it's important to give more preference to horses who have shown an ability to perform in different scenarios or at least overcome adversity in races um i definitely it's definitely less favorable to have a horse like you said zambagini's 11 won both of his races so is he going to be able to do it with higher pressure? Is he going to be able to do it when he's wide the whole way? Is he going to be able to do it when he can't necessarily lead because something else kicks up and, and holds him out? 
you don't know until he until he does it. And you know, like you know, with Afkaben, if he's wide the whole way, he's still going to put in because he's done it twice now in two starts. So uh, I think that's the difference. Yeah, beautiful. All right, done with that race. We'll move on now to race six, the Group Three Heath, eleven hundred, and you guessed it. For for those playing at home, yes, it is over the eleven hundred meters. Current favourite in this race, somewhat equal Alexia in the boat for the Lindsay Smith Yard, $3.90 on the tab and Star Patrol $4 on the tab. Uh, are you with one of those or are you looking to play a bit wider here? Uh, I'm... There's there, there's one in the boat I'm, I'm, I'm not against, uh, but I'm looking to play a different horse. Are you... Are you with one of those top two or are you same camp as me? I'm happy to pot Star Patrol. I, I'm, I know it brings through a form line that we'll probably speak about in the next race yes. that we're covering. However, I think a Flemington straight track race is a completely different beast yeah. to a Caulfield turn. Some horses, yeah. you know, I was going to use King of Spider as an example, but he didn't really go out there and frank the form, but even if he, <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, even if you use his win at Caulfield, he was not he wasn't the same horse at Caulfield as he was at Flemington Island Straight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Star Patrol, all of his peak ratings to date. And yes, I know he won very impressively at, on debut at Pakenham, but Pakenham over that trip is also very a very similar track to Flemington where it's where it's long, it's wide. You can you can make that long sustained run where um I think he's getting I think he's so short in the market purely because of the times he's run and the figures that would probably be popping up on all the tab machines and whoever sets the markets and all the, you know, large syndicates out there. And that's, I think that's purely because of his, his seven length, his seventh length win at Flemington three starts back the start oh. after that, he wasn't as impressive as a dollar 30 still won and, and won pretty, pretty softly, but he wasn't as impressive. And then against passive aggressive, he was good. However, as I mentioned, it's a completely different beast here. He's somewhat drawn off the track. Don't know where he exactly gets to. There's not a great deal of speed in this race, in my opinion. There's a, there's a little bit. In the boat, probably pushes forward. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think Tony Gollum's coming down here to, you know, what spiders. So I think he might push forward too. Uh, your selection, in my opinion, gets a gets a pretty good run. And to some degree, it's hard to go past your selection. And, I, and I'm with him too. I think his first up record's phenomenal. He's had three starts for two wins and a third. Uh, he's got really good track stats. He's got really good distance stats. There has obviously been a little bit of rain around, um, which which obviously looking at his soft track form might play towards his liking. So I think he's the horse that is priced the best with, I'm not like, he's not one I'm going to like just jump out of trees to put money on. However, I just think there's less that can go wrong with him at a better price. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Just to be clear, I'm I'm not with him, but oh. if I had to be, if if it was between those two, if it was between those two, I'd definitely be with him for sure, hundred percent. But there is one I'd probably jump out of trees to put money on here, and that's Generation. Oh, I, I, oh, no, I said that. I said that. I said Generation. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Good. I'm with Generation. Yeah, that's why. Because I was okay, I, was good, good. I, was, I looked at the, I looked at the run sheet. And I was thinking, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, mate, like like this thing. Jeez, gee whiz. I, he's run. Like two starts ago at the Valley, he's run fourth in a William Reed to September run Hal Vorson and General Bow. Like, what are you doing, man? Come on. Star Patrol, one dimensional, gate 11. He's not going to get the lead because in the boat, in the boat's going to lead 100%. And there are a couple others in here which will set up the pace. 
Generation's got gate two. He's going to settle right behind him, cruise into it. Trials work has all been great. Loves the loves the sting out. Like, <laughs> what am I? Am I missing something? Why? Like, why is he not favourite? Uh, it, it baffles me. It really does. I, like, all right, fair enough. In the boat's going to lead and and probably make his own luck. But Generation's not going to be far behind him, and he wasn't far behind in the William Reed, and he's stuck on in you know much much harder race than this is. Like, fuck me, like worlds away worlds apart so i'm yeah i'm i'm pretty hot for uh generation here i'm yeah really? i'm pretty yes. i'll i'll reluctantly um not take that option of the f me um unfortunately but yeah no i, I can't pot in the boat personally i can pot star patrol and i'm 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 happy to call him away like if i'm happy to have egg on my face but i think he's gonna go terrible so yeah um, whereas in the boat, he's just so consistent. He's, he's, you know, he's going to be there when the whips are cracking. The only thing that's turning me off a little bit is the current track heavy eight. Yeah. That's, well, that's just, done anything that's on thing, anything like, other than a firm track, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All of his form has been on wet tracks. His, his breeding doesn't suggest he'll handle the wet tracks and it doesn't look like they've made much of an effort to get him on wet tracks. So I, I if I had to guess, I'd say he won't handle it. And the same the same thing as well is that there's going to be way more pressure in this race. I reckon Oxley Road will absolutely drop the hammer from the outside gate. Have you seen his try? Have you seen his jump outs? That thing's been bloody leading by ten lengths in his jump outs, and Oxley. I know he didn't lead last. Hey, my brother Oxley wants to go helter skelter out in front. Oh, of mate, him. like they <laughs> he's had he had that one run last prep, and then they just they they tipped him back out. They tried to. They tried to run him off the pace or something or other, and it just didn't work. Um, like he's stuck on all right, and and I reckon he's a decent horse, but he needs to lead, and I reckon Moody knows that. Like his two jump outs have been bloody, like fucking SpaceX launching a new shuttle. Oh, that thing's been launched. That thing's been launched, brother. So I, yeah, look out for him coming across messing up in the boat and star patrols races because they're all speed horses and they're all drawn wide so interesting to see but yeah like with all that pace out wide generation just camps off and barrier two i reckon he wins comfortable all right generation for blake and myself it's it's very rare i couldn't believe my mince pies that will will uh i was sniffing your farts this morning looking <laughs> going around there anyway we'll move on now to the jc trial files they're back they're back and hopefully back with a winner. We'll move to Saturday, Kemble Grange, race five, number four, perfect fort, trained by John Sargent, ridden by Keegan Latham. I have really, really, really big expectations of this cult coming into spring. I think he could be a group one winner in waiting, and that is a very, very big call to make on this podcast. However, I really liked his run last preparation over the 1400 at Flemington um, in the Anzac Day stakes. In my opinion, he wasn't fully um, tied down to win that race. Tipped him out straight after that. Has since returned. He is second up here, so it's not technically a trial file, but I black booked him off his trial on the 2nd of August where Tommy Berry showed good urgency to ride this bloke forward. He took, this, uh, took the lead and around 200 metres to the post, Tommy Berry, for some reason, I think he must have dropped his keys or something because... He was looking to the right and just saying, you know, come on, boys, keep up. And yes, he didn't win the barrier trial, but he was the only horse in the trial, not asked for an effort at all. Um, and yes, Mr. Tommy was quiet as a church mouse on him. First up at Kenzo, completely no luck whatsoever. 
was a drifter on that occasion and did draw the death seat, uh, barrier one for a horse that he did start good, but with the bigger preparation in stall, I don't think they wanted to push him along. Steps back here to Provincial Company. Provincial may know the 1400 at Kemblick Range. As I said, Keegan Latham's on board. He's a very reliable jockey. Draws barrier four. Uh, looks to sit possibly one out, one back, if not two back, one out. And, and the main rival in this race, in my opinion, is competition who has the 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 foot on the on the teal. Um, so, however, that horse will get too far back, in my opinion. I think this horse will just strike. I think this horse will be a spring champion horse in six weeks' time. Uh, I've already taken a bit of the the forties on offer. Well, it's not anymore after he's after he's run the other day. I think it's around like eighteen dollars or something, but. I think that's a race that'll be targeting and possibly on Melbourne Cup weekend, he might be a Vic Derby horse. So a Derby horse, whatever you want to call it. So um, put him in your black book too while you're at it. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. Big ups, big ups, perfect thought. That's that's a good old spook in that one. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I'd give, thought I'd give the cod a bit of a tug. He hasn't had one for a while. So <laughs> since he's still got one, might as well. But yeah. Uh, Anyway, we'll move, through, we'll move through to race seven, the group three Cockrum Stakes over the 1,200 metres for the fillies and mares. No fillies in this race, just the mares. Current favourite in the race is the very classy oxymoron, passive-aggressive, who's four from four. Graham Begg has a very smart mare on his hands. Are you with the very smart mare, Blake? Bloody oath I am. I, yeah, that's <laughs> done. Next. <laughs> Next. Next. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm also with her. I don't think we need to spend too much time on this race um, since we've got the big mm-hmm. one coming up. But yeah, I, I just, going into this race when I was doing the form, I, I was trying to pot her. I was trying my hardest to pot her. Um, however, I just I just couldn't. Every I just kept coming back to her because the only thing I could find that was probably a little bit out of her control was her rating points. And she's probably not, She's oh she's terribly weighted compared to some horses in this race, yeah. and and some horses in this race are terribly weighted compared to those horses too. Mm. Uh, Chain of lightning, like some of the horses that are that are short in the market, they 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 could be if this was a um handicap race, they'd be carrying ten kilos less. However, I think just the horses like Graceful Girl, she's first up for eight months. She's got to get back. She's she's drawn terribly. She's got the two kilos um penalty for being a group one winner um she's a very very smart mare however it's very hard to see her win around Caulfield in my opinion so um passive aggressive one of the only speed factors in the entire race looks to get posy up and and get a really really good run and to be fair did beat star patrol down the Flemington straight we just potted him there but he if if he was running around the 1200 at Flemington this week I think Blake and I would be somewhat in his camp so I just think it's purely the Caulfield factor so Passive aggressive for me. Don't really need to touch base on this race too much more. What about yourself, Blake? Yeah, same thing. Passive aggressive. I just want to make a quick mention of Zuzarella. I um, I've believed that she's going to be something. Um, I did last prep, and you know, she ran well some races. Like she started off pretty well, and then she kind of just tapered off. But um, it looks like she's back. Her trial trial and jump out's been good. So I. I'll be I'll be keeping an eye on her. I want to see how she looks in the yard, that sort of stuff. You know, she's not she's not a sell the house, get on her sort of thing. But um, you know, she's big odds. She's twenty six bucks. I can see here on Ladbrokes um, currently. Um, and if she does look any good in the yard, there'll probably be there'll probably be a bit of money coming for her, and it might be out of my pocket. So I got my eye on her, and I want to see how she goes first up. But um, 
those are the two. All right, beautiful. Move forward now to the main race of the day, the Group 1 Memsey Stakes over the 1,400 metres. Oh, big race, big race, and and, and big last-minute entry of the mm. blood. Okay, the blood, I don't know how they strung that <laughs> along, but he went from not being a part of the entire spring to somehow running in the Memsey Stakes. So <laughs> it is ridiculous um, but he's here. However, the current yeah, he's bloody well, favorite. He's taken over favoritism. There you go. He's taken over favoritism from Western Empire, the, the WA horse. Um, the Peters Yard are looking to uh, obviously win another big race um, to start the spring carnival. Um, I see you're with an old foe here, the big boldy face Cascadian. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Um, well, if I I'll dive straight in in then and uh, I just thought I saw the first thing I'll say is I saw people talking up Tafane. Um, which, you know, you can't, you can make cases for, you can make cases against her. I don't really like the setup personally. The track's going to be too wet, in my opinion. Like, I know she's handled it, but Cascadian beat her fair and square, all age stakes. And first up, last preparation, Cascadian should have finished a lot closer to her, if not beat her. Um, but she led, got all favors in the run, kicked away from them on a day where that was sort of what happened i don't think that same thing is even close to gonna happen this time um there are like lightsaber is gonna drop the hammer snap dancer won't be anywhere close to the back of the field is gonna be right up there alligator blood's got gate one and he'll probably kick up and try and hold a spot uh there are other horses that can go forward elephants one of them call sign mavs drawn the outside gate there's gonna be way too much pace um at the end of the day for tafane to get near the lead and uh, like i'd I just think Cascadian's a better bet than her, really. With all that pace on, the way that Cascadian's been trialing, um, I think it's been better than Tofane, and I think that he's just a better a better horse at the end of the day. Um, he goes well first up gen generally, um, and he handles the sting out more than she does. So tossing up between those two, like they're similar prices, um, I, I had to go with Cas Cascadian, and I can't pot alligator blood at all. Um he is one that I would probably have money on. It, it depends on the day how they look, but Alligator Blood Cascadian for me were the two. I, I couldn't back Western Empire first up um, over 1,400. I, you know, he might be able to do it, but I want to see it first um, in Victoria. It's the same sort of thing with all the horses from that stable. I want to see him do it first and, you know, then make a judgment. And Alation, I think this is a big, uh, big step up and it... it he could be really good, but all of his all of his runs have been like sort of pretty one dimensional runs. He's had gate one, gate one, gate two, all of his starts. He's got a suck run on the rail, and then just sort of found a gap late and and pushed through it. You still got to be able to win, but um, this is a this is a whole different ball game here, especially with gate thirteen. So I don't want to be touching six dollars fifty. So you know, I've just I've just spoken about the top five and the only two I could have is Alligator Blood and Cascadian. Cascadian's a better price. I think Alligator Blood from gate one might potentially get a bit of interference. I don't usually like backing horses that are inside of gate four or five at Caulfield, um, especially in big fields and important races like this. I just think there are going to be too many horses late who aren't dropping off and leaving gaps, uh, at least gaps big enough for horses potentially looking for runs like Alligator Blood, whereas Cascadian from gate six... Blake Shin will be able to just find, you know, get into the the wide running line and and sort of work into the race, hopefully. And even if he doesn't, he won't be buried on the rail. He'll he'll be two or three off it, and then behind horses trying to find a gap, which 
you know, there's a high chance he will. So those are the two for mine. And then Juice, uh, I've got my eye on. What about you? Yeah, I was looking at this race on Sunday night, Monday morning, and I was just I wanted to get an early bet on, but I just couldn't find anything. Like I I I was I was with Cascadian on on, on Tuesday. Um and I I didn't want to be with him, but like I, I kept falling back to him purely because of the fact that uh a, a female hasn't run this won this race in about eight years from memory. So it is a male dominated race. Um mm. and yes, he trialed as well, if not better than Animo. Um the biggest issue of Cascade, and I've fell into him so many times, not even funny. He just gets back and he just needs luck and this and that. So I don't really want to fall into that again. Um, not first up at least, especially not at Caulfield. Um, but I, I have him second picked, but I have Alligator Blood on top now that he's in the field. I just think from barrier one, he, he's going to get the absolute peach run of the race. Um, I don't particularly see, in my opinion, I don't see too much speed in this race. I don't really think Corsine Mav will go forward from out wide. Um, I see Snap Dancer getting the rails and I see Lightsaber sitting outside. I don't think it'd be much more mm -hmm. than that. And I just see Alligator Blood getting the, the suck run behind him. If the gap does open up, then I think he's going to be the first one on the scene. And if he is good enough, he should put this field away, uh, away. However, if the gap doesn't open up, then, you know, it might be a hard luck story, as Blake's already mentioned. Have to agree with Elation. Um, I just think he's ridiculously priced in this race. He could easily start double digits and it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Um, yeah, I, I think the top three in the in in the in the race order on Thunderstruck, Cascade, and Alligator Blood. I think they're the three that that I want to be with. But um, Alligator Blood on top for me. I think I think Ollie gets it home, and I think I think yeah, all this work they'd probably get some luck out of it and bloody win the race. So um, just to get him in the race. So um, I'm with Alligator Blood. All right, that'll bring us to our one hundred dollar competition. Uh, no glory for either of us last week. My horse is still running. Thought I saw him at Wentworth Park last night, but it was just a dog. So um, yeah, and I was filthy. Right, so. Mine ran fourth, and it was big odds. I would have taken that third placing. Ah, it led two, and I thought, come on, just hold on, hold on, hold please. On. Oh, on. mate, One I was one. I pulled the I had the whip pulled out in the back room. I was fuck. Get around it, get around it. Come on, Pikey. No, wasn't to be. Just like the like the the limp hand. Do you like that? Oh no, no, I'm like full oh, ball. Uh, full full ball. I'm throwing, I'm throwing couches around. I'm oh, wow. flipping tables. The TV's got holes in it, mate. Oh wow! <laughs> the neighbors have called the cops. Noise complaints. Bloody this, that, everything you can think of. It's yeah. That's my household on a Saturday, but runs fourth. Fuck. Oh, well, what can you do? Each way, they always run fourth. We all know that. That's um, all right. They wait. No, 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 no. This one won't. This one won't. Don't. Give it away. What is it? Who is it? Uh, the cask. Cascadian, baby. Star Casino. 50 each way. That, yeah, I, I, disclaimer, if Alligator Blood wins, I've I've said I, I reckon he's a good shout as well. And the other Here he is. <laughs> disclaimer, because I didn't have a disclaimer last week and Animo got up and I didn't have anything on it in the $100 comp. I mean, I did, personally. Like, I'm not... Well, I'm, not going broke here. I'm not going broke here. I'm back at my own tips. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. Well, I am going to try and take all luck out of the equation. I think the 550 on offer now for Alligator Blood is a very good bet considering the run that I can envision him getting. Just the only query is the track getting downgraded today. Um, mm. Other than that, he's definitely up to this. He's definitely up to this class now, now that he's yeah. back in, back in, um, back in form. So, 
Alligator blood, $100 on the nozzle for me. Uh, best bets. We almost Brumos. Brumos. I screamed it once and I'll scream it again. <laughs> that thing, mate. What do you reckon? What do you reckon, Jace? Is, is your is your boy? Yeah, I've 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 I guess I've tipped it twice. Um surely, surely I didn't find it on debut, but then I let it go through to the keeper second up when it won the class one. So it's about like a dollar thirty. So just it's raining on oh, debut, it just was off the charts, but I backed I backed it at Rose Hill when it when it won when Pikey was on board and gave an absolute perler and I, I backed it the other day when Bowman was on board and gave an absolute um a shock perler <laughs> yeah, not a perler uh but I'm glad they kept I'm glad if I mean as I said a fortnight ago or maybe last week's episode was this mm. last week's episode well, it's only been one so yeah it would have had to have been so I, I, I personally think despite the ride yes being passive yes being you know blah blah. I still think she would have had to have been very, very, very good to win from the position she found herself in. I'm very glad they they gave Bowman the ride again this week, and I think she'll win. I think this is, I think it, to be fair, it's probably a touch deeper race, and you're taking the same price. But you know, you, you, she's kind of one of those unknown horses where if she got out, she could have won by X. If she didn't get out, she could have lost by X. So mm. you get a bit yeah. of, uh, you just get a bit of the mug money on it, I guess. But she might drift. She drifted a little bit so far. It, um, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't see much much better than touching black odds, to be honest. But yeah. is there any is there anything in the race that's like a a, a live that like a an imminent threat? You reckon? Like obviously, Mystic Mermaid's got gate one. You know the form's decent, but oh, I wouldn't be worried about Mystic Mermaid. I think yeah, I think I think exactly. Ruda. I think Ruda's a very smart horse. I think she's a very nice horse, young Ruda. Um, mm. she's she's a winner first up last prep. Um, 72 company where she came from last at Warwick Farm, pulled off a nice little plunge there. And they she just she just bumped into really wet tracks um in a far lap, group two level. And Adrian Knox, her run was actually really good. Um, however, mm. she is looking for further. Um, so yeah, and and she's gonna be like same spot as as Frumos. Like they're gonna be basically True. both like they're both they're drawn eight and nine, they're both gonna get back. So like I'm taking I'm taking Frumos to outrun her. Yes. Well, I think yeah. Edda, is, Edda is also in the race, and she yeah. she is a very, very, very classy mare on her day. However, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Edda. Edda. She's a weird one. Like her win last time was just yeah, ridiculous, and, and her her form preparations prior and her run homes, like she is Group Three play. She's very smart. Um, so I've been interested. I, I think it is a deeper race personally, but. It's yeah. it's hard not to be a Frumos, so um, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got I've got obviously a black book Frumos from that run, but I've got hope in your heart in my black book as well. So that I mean, just based on based on black book, uh, that's that's my imminent danger to Frumos. I don't think it can beat beat her, but I don't know. But, yeah. So is that I think it's I think it's pretty straightforward. That's best bet for mine. Um, I got I got a couple others in the. In the good old black book, Pashiro is one of them. That thing was that thing was pretty unlucky last night as well. Um, and and he's a good horse as well. So wouldn't be jumping off him. It's the wet tracks the concern here, but uh, I'd I don't know whether or not I'd still be backing him. Depends how he looks. Depends on a couple of things. Depends how the races go before his. But uh, the other one I got in the black book is Conqueror. Conqueror, so yeah. Conqueror. Yeah, but any, any input from the expert? Oh well, gee, sell down, get off it. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say expert, sell down, big fella. Um, perfect for 
I, I dead set just called the horse a group one winner in waiting and it's lined up in a restricted three-year-old maiden handicap at Kemlock range on Saturday. So you'd like to think it could knock over that race. I think anything black is good. Um, and I think, I think he wins any black odds, take him, take mm-hmm. him, take him to the bank. I think he could possibly, it could be the nicest win all week. So I, I think if he does come out and, and win, there'll be a, You'll probably see him at Randwick next time over the mile or or possibly over the 1,800 metres, prepping up for a nice preparation out of... So you think he's got to run 2,000. He might run 2,500. He might get a group win next to his name. I just want to put that on the record just in case he does. I don't often claim horses to be group one winners when they're coming out of the, these types of races. I think my record's been ridiculously shit. Um, <laughs> the only one I sort of somehow got right was Mars Crusader, uh, who eventually won a group one race purely because of an absolute disgusting rails bias, but um, we'll take them. We'll take them as, as much as we can. So, um, Indeed. I've never Indeed. I've never caught him since that that day. I said, he'll be a group one winner. Yeah, yeah. I never caught him. Didn't even get on him when he won his group. I've one. heard it a couple of times. Like, I mean, I, I can't remember who with Brooklyn Hustles of Brody Bloody. <laughs> That's a stiff one, that one. We don't talk about her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who? She's not even. She's not even group one. She's not even group one place. Can you believe Brooklyn Hustle is yeah. not even group one yeah. place? We already had this discussion. She has eight, eight. I reckon if someone's group. listened to this podcast all three seasons, every episode, like they'd be sick of hearing about the horse. <laughs> It'd be at that point. I've never It'd seen a horse. Point. Like I'd love there to be a statistician out there. I'm pretty sure she's had either seven or eight group one fourths, like fourths. <laughs> is there another horse in history that's had like that amount of fourth in a group one race? I don't think so. Honestly. I, I tell you, if I'm on Halal each way, every time it runs in a group one, it'll be fun. It'll, oh. it'll be breaking that record pretty soon. Yeah. Well, only if enough, I'm on it. Uh, only if I'm on it. Funnily enough, out of those eight group one fourths, I was, I was on nine of them. I was on one of them. <laughs> I, was, I was on one of them twice. <laughs> you know, I doubled up. She looked that good in the yard. Oh, I was like, "I'll go again. I'll go again." Oh mate. oh, mate, and they call you the expert, bloody hell, right. the expert fourth fourth man. You, you could almost argue a fact. Every one of those four, she could have actually won the race, let alone run third. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get over it. I'm, 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 I, I am mm. over it, but I, I'm still it still haunts me. So, mm. all right. Well, uh, that's about it, Blake. Do you want to spruik anything else while you're at it? Anything else? Any new initiatives? Uh, will I be catching you at uh? At Wenny on Saturday night. I think I will. Yes. Oh my God. Are you going? Wow. Bloody oath I am. Oh, I'm not missing that. I'm not missing yeah, that. Really? Bloody free entry, food vouchers, this, that, the whole lot. Mate, it's a shebang. Uh, I'm not going to say much, but I might have a bit of input in that bloody idea. Far out. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, that is a good, that is a really good deal. And I can't wait to get down there. Get her, so hey, if anyone, if anyone's interested, catch us at Wenny on, on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Like, we'll just spruik the segment. I will spruik it now. So, Ladbrokes are putting on free entry plus $15 of food and, I guess, alcohol vouchers or drink vouchers. Mm. You're getting $15 to show up. It's ridiculous. Mm. Get yourself a nice burger. Get yourself a nice, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> if, they, if any of those vouchers are getting used on burgers, there's going to be a problem, mate. <laughs> Why is the burgers no good there or they're amazing? No, 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 no. There's something better. There's something better on offer. It starts with B and ends in E. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wonder if I could just like cash in for a bloody bonus bet. I think that's how sick some people are. Oh, that, hey. Not a bad idea. Biggest, biggest roughie of the night. What's it going to be? 100 to 1, surely. Not sure. Might need to get a runner down there. Might need to ask, 
Oh, Richard Donald's running. Richard Donald's running. We ben can Dix. Ben Dix. Sorry? Late entry. Send Dixie. <laughs> Mate, she was trying to go Big open the Dix. boxes. Yeah, but Big Dix was trying to go. <laughs> open the hey, that was that was a cracker. That I've actually a, that never cool. seen that. I don't I don't look hard enough, obviously, but I've actually never <laughs> seen a dog like voluntarily just like walk back and like scratch the boxes, wanting to come back in there. But like, she's only running four hundred meters, so she's thinking, "What? Can the you hell run her twice in one night? Can you enter in two back-to-back races?" <laughs> Honestly, I think she's going that well right now. Up there, she probably back-to-back. Did she piss in, in both? <laughs> yeah, only enough, but um, anyway, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Richard Donner's in the in the big seventy-five thousand on the five hundred twenty-meter race. So, um, we can just pretend mm. we own her. I'll tell Mark; he'll be right with it. There you go. There I'm you actually go. I'm actually going to Greyhound Award Night tomorrow. Um, Greyhound of the Year Award Night as a representative yeah, of the Gat Kennels for Richard Donald. Yeah, we're getting free entry to that and a fifteen dollar match. I wish, bloody hell! There's only two tickets, so anyway, we'll, mm. we'll see what happens. But um, I'm sure. Yeah, enough we... enough blibber, blabber rambling. Let's yeah. uh, we'll let the pun cut go. this one off. But yeah, catch us at Winnie on on Saturday night after a big big day's racing on Saturday. Hopefully, you can uh. You can suck us off for all the winners we tipped you. <laughs> yes. All right. I'll leave you to it, Blake. Best of luck, listeners. Big dab racing, as Blake has already mentioned. Memsey Stakes Day from Caulfield. Hope you take the lot and have a great weekend.